What up, what up? This is your boy Checo. This is your boy Noi. What up? And this is Compass Unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening, for watching. Make sure you guys follow all of our social media. Subscribe and like. And make sure you go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you drop a comment on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe. Yes, sir. Enjoy the episode. Everything's fucking expensive. That's just that's why I'm going to Mexico, bro. I was in Juarez for for my cousin's uh, wedding. Shout out to Rigo, and uh, great time. Just actually, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And uh, so he was telling me. So we're driving through Juarez, right? And he was telling me how, like, let's say you're an engineer in Mexico in Juarez, right? You make whatever amount of money, but if you have a passport, you could live in Juarez for cheap and cross the border for work on a daily basis mm, yeah. and make a shit ton of money, right, in El Paso, and then live in Juarez for cheap. Like, damn. No, for sure. I mean, a lot of people do that, but it's also fucking dangerous as fuck, no way? Yes, you it gotta, is. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to do that, bro. I think I, I would definitely do, like, the whole work from home shit, you know? Like, if I can do that remote, and like living like Guadalajara, fuck yeah, like Work with our home. salary here. So like be employed here, hell yeah. That's if, that's if that's a possibility, I'm fucking down. Bro. That's blowing my mind right now, bro. What? Because I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? No, well you can in your profession way, right? right? But I mean, like for me, like if there was a job out there, like yeah, you would make X amount here, which is okay, but you can live wherever the fuck you want in the country. Oh, bro, I'm down. Damn. I'm done to go to Mexico, bro. That just changed my life. Hell yeah. I might go back to school and think about that. I don't know about all that, bro. What I mean, something computer? You know, like what? I mean, computer uh, science or I don't know shit about computers, but like. No, wait, but even like. um, I don't like to, but customer service. El Compacheri. Like he would, like, he would, you know, like after gigs, he'd go home and be like, hey, I got to program some shit. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's. That was years ago. Shout out Cherry. Shout out Cherry, yeah. Yeah. Love that guy. And Tony, too. Compa Tony. Fucking Tony. <laughs> Goof troops. Goof yeah, troops. Yeah. Inside joke. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get started, bro. All right, let's do it. Episode 92. 92? Man, 92, bro. That's just wild, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're almost getting closer to 100, bro. Wow. So if you guys are listening, watching, it's obviously not Noe here uh, doing the pod with me. He's a little bit under the weather. But my homie, my compa, Charlie came through, bro. So thank you. I'm not even going to introduce you as a guest, more as a fill-in co-host, man. Thank you for coming in, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Man, it when I hit you up, wait, I was like, hopefully he can pull through. Hopefully he can pull through. Because I did talk to Geek, and we do have other stuff going on um, planned. But I knew it was going to be like last minute um, with compa Noe. He got sick, wait, and, you know, it is what it is. He's got to take care of himself and the family and whatnot. Yes, respect. So that. when I hit you up, bro, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm fucking done." I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I mean, we have these fucking great conversations, anyways. Way like over, over the, the phone. phone. Hell yeah! Usually, the, usually when you're on your way home from work. Yeah, yeah, that's that's typically how it works. And I will call you for like, a like a ten minute conversation it turns into like an hour. Yeah, like an hour or two. It's like all I needed to know was this way, but now we're like fucking an hour in and shit. So it's always low. So thank you, bro. Thank you for coming through. Um, so to kick it off, we we I sent you some videos. Because we were kind of like, what are we going to talk about? 
And I'm like, well, I got some videos we can react to, and then we'll just get into whatever else, right? Right, right. The first video I want to talk about is the University of Kentucky, a student, uh, a woman, 22 years old, bro. If you guys haven't seen it, this is where I'll put it up, the whole like magic of editing. This is the video's Bam. up now. There you go. There it is. Wild, bro. You know what, bro? I don't even want to say wild. I, I take that back. It doesn't surprise me anymore. It doesn't shock me anymore. Like those type of videos. I don't know about you. I don't. I don't want to say I, I. I expect it, but I'm just kind of like I. I've seen so much of it now, and because of cell phones, like you anything read, you happens. Read my, you read with, my mind. You read my mind. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like because of cell phones, and we're we're like so that, we're so stuck on recording. Yeah. I mean, good that they recorded that. Hopefully, the the student, the the black student. Hopefully, she gets the bag because she got assaulted. Um, she's working for the university. Hold on. She's working for the university way. The the girl um, that was using the N word and and hit the black girl, she works for the university as well. I didn't know that. Yep. So she got arrested, and when I, you saw the videos, you guys saw the videos and heard it. Hopefully, she gets the bag, bro. I mean, if not the bag, at least get like a full ride. Get a full ride, bro. So I personally think people might might eat me for this you know eat me alive for this but that situation i feel like that girl deserves one pass if she's ever gotten one pass in her life i feel like she deserves one pass why because she was intoxicated maybe because i've been there before not like not saying those kinds of things but like i've been that intoxicated before you know, and I've gotten a lot of passes in my life. Too many, actually. But I think... I'm not sure where I'm trying to go with it. But I guess it goes back to the era that we're in. Man, technology is fucking nuts, man. It's crazy. But in retrospect, those are very deep-rooted feelings and emotions. So... She was young, man. You know what I mean? She was young. But You're an adult, is, bro. You're 22. You fucked up. You got to live with it, man. You got to own it. There's another video. Um, I might put it and already clipped it together. What do you have to say about the language that you use toward the UK student? Was that okay? You Google the University of Kentucky and your name shows up with these videos. What do you have to say to the students? that you used racial slurs toward. Do you have, are you apologetic? Do you have to, anything to say at all? Um, where she's walking out. Oh yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, I think, I believe it's her parents who, who bail her out of jail. 
Um, this I might get shit for. They look like they drop the N word, bro. You know what I mean? Like on the regular with the ER, bro. You know what I mean? Like it, they look like it. Like they look like they would. So she probably grew up like that. You know, they probably talk bad about, you know, black people and, and that's how they, uh, you know, that's in their, vo- their vocab. So she doesn't get a pass. At least for me, she doesn't get a pass. Um, I think she has like two other jobs as far as like um, she does something like social media. She's like in marketing or something like that. They dropped her right away. As soon as that video surfaced, this is from what I read, things could have changed. But they dropped her right away. The university, Damn. from what I read, maybe it's changed now, they hadn't made any comments. They haven't fired her. They haven't suspended her. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. But like I said, she doesn't get a pass from me, and hopefully she gets fired. Hopefully the other girl, if she doesn't get a bag, hopefully she gets a full ride. That's my opinion, bro, on that. What do you guys think, man? Comment. Comment, comment, comment. Let us know. It's just, I don't know what I'm telling you, bro. It's just, um, it doesn't phase me anymore. And um, if you're going to be acting like that, if you can't handle your liquor, just know like there's cameras everywhere now, way. Like you literally gotta watch, especially like if you have that, put like a job like that where like it depends. Like if you act a certain way, bro, and like your job will fucking fire you for it. Um, I don't have a job like that. I don't give a fuck what I do. That's some. I have a podcast and I talk shit, so it's whatever. But for her, you know, she has she has she's about to graduate, probably with a bachelor's, or, you know, whatever. Um, it seems like she was going in the right direction. She fucked up. I don't think it's like a one-time thing. I, I think this is a repetitive thing. They just caught it on camera, and she doesn't get a pass. I personally think that I look at it, I give people the benefit of the doubt. She might not even know that she has these feelings, honestly. You know what I mean? Nah, so I, so I, I come from the mindset of we have to help each other. So in my opinion, in America, it's... Fire, 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 sue, sue, sue. I think maybe the university is not doing anything about it or saying anything about it, at least at the moment. And that's the right thing to do, I think, because they haven't got all the information. I think that we help each other. So I think we don't fire. I think we say, you know what? After the dust settles, what can we do to help? Right? Where did that come from? Did you even know that you have those feelings? How deep-rooted are they? And this could be a learning experience. This could change her if, major. A lot of people go to school just because their parents go to school. Like, yeah. am I not, why is she doing, what'd you say? What'd you say? Communications? Uh, some kind of like marketing. Marketing. Business, there you go. From what I remember, that, that's what I think I, I, what I read. But I still disagree, bro. Because like if it was a child and, you know, you're in high school, you're in middle school, I, I agree. Not that you get a pass, but you should probably find the road, maybe get him some help or her. Or it, because now you just know. But anyways, um, but with this one, bro, like, nah, man, you're 22, way. A lot of a, a lot of psychological issues like depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, they develop in those years of like let's say 17 to 22, roughly, right? Don't quote me. And a lot of times, people are away at school, and that's when they have their first episodes, right? Like for example, schizophrenia, and usually. Parents that don't know or aren't in the medical field are like, what are you doing? You're doing drugs. Like, no, it's not that you're doing drugs. It's just that that's when they develop. 
right now at this point in science, we say the brain stopped developing at 25. 22 is still a child. She probably doesn't even know how deep-rooted these feelings are. So I could just imagine where she's at. I say regardless, bro. And and, and just so people know, you know um, uh, Charlie's a registered nurse. So, um, but still, I, I still think either way, regardless, bro, like she does not look like she was having an episode as far as like mental. I mean, it, it is a mental episode, but she looks intoxicated. I agree with you. And uh, the truth comes out with you. When you're fucked up, bro, you're, the truth comes out. That's hey, wh- why are you yelling at me, bro? Why, why, you yelling? why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on from her, bro. I, I'm, that's just my opinion. You guys can comment and uh, let us know what you guys think. Comment, comment, comment. Um, the other video that I had sent you, it was um, I sent you a couple. I sent you a few, but the one that I want to bring up. Um, let me see if I remember which one. Uh, it was the girl. Then it was the. We're gonna save the other one for last. The one that you said that you wanted to talk about, that you kind of wanted to get more into. Oh, okay, okay. That one's for last. But what was the other one? We, uh, the the priest. Oh, the, the priest, the priest. And maybe, maybe I, I already. I, I was trying to remember if um if, you've ever if I talked before. about it with with Geeky or if it, like if it was like a similar video. Um, here goes the video. Did he just smack the baby? <laughs> When I first saw this video, and if I saw it again, or if I saw it before, and, and we're reacting to it again, my bad, I, I don't remember. But I was fucking pissed, bro. Like, I'm not, uh, uh, okay, I'm not a religious person. I believe in God. I just don't like the religion part of the church part of it. You don't like going every Sunday because you're hungover? No, fuck no. Okay. Fuck no. There is a God, you know? Pero... So when I saw that, bro, like it looks like maybe like a baptism, right? I think so. I think, I think you're I think right. It's probably like a baptism. I think it's a baptism. Have you baptized your kids? Yes. Okay. You have kids, way something like that happens, man. And I was, I know people don't like, maybe they don't like when I ask it. What would you do, way? I would like to think that you give them the benefit of the doubt, way. No, I would like to think that I'd pull away my son from that situation sooner. But obviously, looking out from the outside, looking in, it's easy to oh, I would do this and I do that and I do this. It's not that of easy, of course, because at the moment you just don't know, right? Right, yeah. and maybe like it's the first time we see the video, but maybe that's her church. You know, maybe that priest has been there for fifty years, and it's like everybody's like, you could hear comments in the background, like oh, 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 this and that. You know, like noise, like you know, shit happening in the background, and. It's just nuts, man. It's crazy. So this this is uh, one take I have on it, bro. Um, not that we know or anything like that, but let's just let's just say, possibly, I think any kid would react like that. But let's just say the kid is like autistic, 
You know what I mean? You know, they don't really like being touched. They, you know, they have little things, right? Yeah. So I think even even then, like, if, if that was a situation, like, I would probably jump sooner. You know what I mean? Because, like, I know my kid. Um, but just a, a, a normal, quote-unquote, right, normal kid still piss me the fuck off, bro. So even if, like, oh, well, he's autistic and, you know, that that's, that's just how they get or whatever. I would fucking be there way faster. I wouldn't. I would hopefully not let it go that far. I mean, mm-hmm. it's almost like he's covering his mouth, like yeah. stop breathing type shit. You're like you know, it's like what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, bro, it's it just. I it, think I think there's a relationship already there with that with that priest because they don't pull the child away, but children have that sixth sense that people say, right? So the stress. In the way that he's crying, um, it's it says something, right. right? So it's pretty interesting because the child constantly has his shoulder towards him. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think the um, I think the priest or the father or whatever, like I get what he's doing. Like maybe he he's good with children, so he's like. He wants to prove that he's good with with children, but I don't know, man. I think like I think the the father the, the other priest was just having a bad day, like he's stressed out, and and like something caught his attention, right? Like somebody said, like, "Hey!" Like somebody put his arm, like their arm yeah, on him, yeah, yeah. and he looked over, and he's kind of like, "Like relax, relax. I got this." Like my touch, you know, like my something about him, like. But then also on the other hand, something about me is like. He's done this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like abusive. But man, it's it's tough, man. And it's kind of a grainy video, so it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't the best quality. Um, I got it off I, all these videos. I'm getting them off of TikTok, bro. I already yeah. told you, my fucking TikToks are fucking addicting. Um, yeah, bro. I I still stand with what I say, bro. Just because of what I saw and what I'm in, I'm, I'm hoping, bro, I would react and not let it get that far. Which thankfully that guy did. You know, like. You know, mm-hmm. pull, pull his kid. But he was holding, but the pre, or the father was holding. He wouldn't the, let the it go. Back. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't let it go, bro. Um, at that man, there's something abusive if, about that because that's not letting go is, I mean, trying to maintain control of the situation, and that's a very, very bad trait to have, very poor trait to have. Like, why must you control situations that much? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's very deep rooted. Just like we we're talking about the girl from Kentucky, like. There's some deep-rooted stuff there. You're like, he's an older... He, obviously, he's an older gentleman. I say that with all due respect. He's someone of authority. Those things should not not be happening. It should not be happening. No. I lay his ass out. I think I would lay his ass out, bro. I would, I, would, I would put hands on him. I would. Just because he wouldn't let go. Yeah, I would. You know what I mean? Him. Like... Yeah. If if uh, if I pull my kid and and he lets go, yeah, it's like all right, cool. But if he's like, we're almost kind of fighting, you know, kind of playing tug of war and shit, bro. I'm fucking yeah. laying hands. I don't care if you're seventy. Yeah, you know, like that's my kid, bro. Yeah, I would, I would. Yeah, bro. I Fuck would, that, I, bro. I would, I would put hands. Fuck that. Um, last video that I sent you. It it's a little f- kind of funny, bro. Kind of scary, and you know what? Here you go. My daughter just woke up. My daughter. Wait, 
daughter just woke up screaming from from uh, sleep just now and handed me a bat, and she has a bat. And now you're singing Ring Around the Rosie? Yeah. No, where did you learn that? We don't sing that. Why did you, why do we have bats? Why are you awake? Is it a bat? Okay, what are these for? What are we doing with these? Are you got this? No, I don't got this. What do I got? You need to tell me what I'm up against. Bring around number four, I'm not bringing around shit, baby. You're scaring me. Sorry. Thank you. A little funny, kind of funny, <laughs> a little bit. I did find some humor in it, um, but I was still kind of like, holy shit, that's kind of fucking scary, bro. Uh, I know um, it's not Halloween right now <laughs> and shit. Like, we're past it. It's not Dia de los Muertos. Este, we probably should have brought this video up. I, I had just seen it. But so that little girl, bro, I mean, I don't know, man. I've never encountered anything like that with, like, and I do hear that, like, kids, I don't want to say that all kids have, like, a sixth sense, you know? But they do see things, you know, when you're younger and whatnot. What do you feel, bro? I got a little freaked out. I was a little freaked out, but then I was kind of like, that's just, that's just kind of funny. But I was a little freaked out. I'm more concerned about the bats. Because I did hear oh. the mom say, like, where the bats come from? So to me... <laughs> oh, snap. I didn't catch when she, that. When she asked that, I feel like on the side, like the daughter, like her daughter stopped going around and I almost expected like a bat to the head. Like, because oh. like, she's like, what are you going to do with the bat? Something like that. And I saw this yesterday, the video, right? So I'm like, she was about to get knocked the fuck out. You know? Like a fucking Louisville slugger is about to pop up. Bing! Damn. I, I didn't think about that. Like, I didn't, uh, I didn't what, catch what, it. What, what about the bats? Like, it could be anything. But, you know what I mean? The little girl was like, "Oh, you're gonna handle it." And the mom, she, wait, wait, wait. The little girl said that. Yeah, she's all like, "Oh, so like, so you can handle it." I think the mom. Oh, that, okay. The mom was like, "What am I gonna handle? Like, you gotta let me know." Like, she made it kind of funny. You know what I mean? To me, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of funny," mm -hmm. but then also that's kind of creepy. She was like, "What am I going up against? You gotta let me know." And then whatever you guys saw the video, so it was a little creepy, bro. So, so for me personally, as a registered nurse. Um, I've taken care of a lot and I didn't want to go here. I don't want to talk about nursing, but I taken care of a lot of hospice patients. Right. And I've seen things like, for example, there, let's say one of my patients is, you know, in the process of dying in the room and it's, I work night shift. So there's, you know, one family member there, like a daughter, let's say with that patient. And that person's like going to the bathroom. Right. And walks down the hall and I'm outside the hall at the station and, and they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I'm like, okay, cool. So then that person goes to the bathroom and then once I see them coming back, and in my mind, I'm like, oh man, like that might be it. And it's happened to me several times where it's like the person comes back into the room and then they come right back out and it's like, oh, I think my father and my mother just passed away. So it's like in that, like, I know because I've seen it so many times that that person that's like in the process of dying is watching. Mm. So like what a coincidence that that person leaves a room because they don't want that. Like that person is like the main person in their life. Like that's the main daughter. Like that's that right, why, that's why that right. person is there in the middle of the fucking night and everybody else is gone. Uh. So they can't die. 
that person being there. So they wait for that moment to the, for them to leave. And then, so like, for me, I was just like, oh man, I was just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy because I see it, I know it, and I know it's true. So, so when I watch documentaries about like that kind of stuff, I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. You know what's, what's kind of... So I, I believe I believe where that mom is coming yeah. from. Like that, yes, that's true. To to go back to that, bro. Um, I don't know if it's a saying. I I don't know, but you always hear like that that person couldn't couldn't cross over, couldn't die yeah. until they hear or see that person. So this is the next step. So this is kind of like the opposite. So of so that, this right? is so it's not. There's well, because they do see them, but then they got to leave the room. This is this is the next level. Okay. So then that let's say there's one person, right? That's like the main person. Right, like okay, like I'm the son, right? And then whatever, you know, it's my mom or my dad. So then, if I mourn, right? There's a process, right? Every culture, religion has their process. So let's say I mourn for years. Oh, I wish you were here in my own time, in my mind, you know, just mourning, crying at night, this and that. So then, I'm not letting that person cross over. So then, that's where like we hear like you know dinner time. We'll hear like shit moving in the kitchen because mm. like that person potentially does not know that they've they're not around anymore they're still looking they still want their earthly things they still want their meals they still want their coffee we have to let them go and be like all right i let you go i want you to be you know peaceful and then dicen que dicen que es el astral en español el astral i don't know okay. what it is in english so then that's why like people never cross over because there's that one person that means everything to them and that one person has to let that you know other person go and yeah. most people never yeah. let go never let go because there's always something that like i didn't say i wish i did i wish i visited more often you know shit like that or like like us that were hispanic we're mexican it's like i never i haven't seen my mom because i don't have papers i haven't seen her in 25 years yeah i wish yeah, i would have yeah, seen yeah, her yeah. you know yeah i've also heard of like um people not being able to cross because almost almost like what you said like um they weren't able to say the last things or they weren't able to um i mean whatever right but i forgot man it, it was a situation i don't th- i don't know if it was my family was it somebody in my family or, or somebody that i know but that they were like man this person is like on their deathbed like they pretty much kind of pulled the plug from what i kind of remember but they still wouldn't you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it's it's good because like oh shit like hope right like they're gonna recover they're gonna whatever but then the doctors are like honestly we don't even know what's keeping them alive like they're just you know they should pretty much just die because like there's no like uh i mean i don't know technically what the medical terms or whatever but they're like um this person should just pretty much pass you know and that's this person that i spoke to they're like oh because they had they think because they had a, a family beef and this one person did go see them, but they were never, they never um, like squashed the beef. They never, you know, that type of thing. So they told this person, they were like, go over to the person on their deathbed and tell them that you forgive them mm-hmm. and they it's okay. And, you know, they're like, oh, like instantly they pass, you know, but who knows, right? But something like that. So I kind of get what you're saying, bro. I've yeah, been in the room. Yeah. I've been in the room where that significant person, and there's always one. Yeah, that significant person is in the room with another. I think, like another family member, and I hear that person say, "It's okay, mom. You could go." 
And I walk out of the room and I'm like, damn, like I'm gonna be called back into that room. Like, like as soon as I walk out, I'm gonna be called in. Yeah. Within f- less than five minutes, I turn around and the light is on. And I'm like, oh shit. Like that's it. It's like I was literally there to hear it. And then I as soon as I walked out, I, I got that feeling. I'm like, damn. Does that phase you anymore, bro? Like that, <sighs> you know? Just because of your prefer like like what you do, your profession and shit, like does that get to you anymore? Or or is it like a certain people still do, but for the most part and unfortunately, um when it's other people, um it does phase me, but there's a fine line. So something that I remember, what am I going to say? So something that I remember, I don't know where I heard it. I cannot do my job as a registered nurse if I feel bad for someone. Mm-hmm. The moment, And I forgot where I learned that. And I like take that to heart. you can't be emotionally attached to every single patient type of thing? Correct. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But I do. I have that sensibility where I want the best for everyone right whether you're going up or you're going down so i and i still catch myself saying it like man i feel bad like fuck i can't do that because then it it weakens my energy and it's like it's a sense of pity Mm. and i can't do my job for the person or the family and not just the people that are there but the people that aren't there it's bigger than me so i can't feel bad but where I am very weak as an individual is for my own friends and family, I'm not there like I should be. I tend to run in that situation. So like I won't go to funerals. I won't go to wakes because it always takes me back to like, I know that we're all going to fucking die. And then the older ones are going to die. So, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Sooner. But then I think about my parents. 100%. Yeah. But then also that's why I'm really tough and I'm really vocal about the process of dying, especially with my parents. And it gets me in a lot of trouble because I'm just like, I'm very open about it. Right, right. You know, because I've been through it so many times. I don't want to be unprepared. Mm. Right. Yeah, I get that, bro. I I think about it uh, time to time where it's like, obviously, all of us eventually will die. But um, now that I'm getting older, it's like, obviously, my parents are getting older. Exactly. You know? So it's like, I do think about it. Obviously, people have passed in, in my family. And it just makes me think about, like, my mom and dad, you know? And it's just, it's I get emotional, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I I I actually tend to get upset in the sense that the reason, the primary reason from the bottom of my heart that I became a nurse is because I felt at that point in my life when I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And I knew it was going to be healthcare. I'm like, there's not enough nurses in our family. So I'm going to be that person where somebody has any questions about anything healthcare, they could call me. And to this day, it actually bothers me that like, I find out after the fact mm. that like people like needed help in my family, and especially, and they you. never fucking called me because it was never financial. And thank God, like I'm I'm good, you know. Yeah. But that's not what it's about for me from the bottom of my heart. And it's like it, it makes me get emotional because 
I just like we were talking about earlier. I just want to see everyone do good, and I'm good. I'll always be good, right? Yeah. But I just want everybody to see. I want to see everyone do better than me. I want to hear success stories, but I know at the at the end of the day that we're not eternal, you know. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I and I want to be there, you know. I want to be there for people. Like I want random people to call me or just message me and be like, "Hey, I got a question about this medication side effects." I'm there for you guys. That's dope, bro. Yeah. Um, because you would think, I mean, I, I know like for myself, it's, and it's not the same. I'm not, you know, but um, I help with like tech stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you help me a lot with that. And Jesus. like people like, I don't want to bother you. If it's family and friends, bro, like I fucking got you with it. Like, yeah, I'm, I know, I know I'm, I know I'm busy. Like, and sometimes like I'm talking to you and, and I'm doing shit, right? <laughs> So it's like I, I don't think so, honestly. You're you're that's not you, honestly. No, I'm not. But I'm saying like sometimes like when they do call me, it's like I'll be in the middle of something. Of course. You know, so it's like, oh okay, like, but I'll still like answer you. And if I'm like stupidly fucking busy way, then I'll be like, bro, just give me like five, ten minutes. Let me just fucking hurry up and do this and I'll call you right back. I, I could attest to that. Yeah, so right. so it's like I can f- but then people don't call me. And they'll be like, well, it's because I know you're always busy, bro. Or like, I know this. So I can see why people don't probably want to call you because they're probably like, no, he's going to be like, don't you have a doctor? You know, like you're, he's probably busy because your work schedule is crazy, bro. It is. You know, um, before, not before, but while we were doing this pod and like two years ago and we were going and whatnot and um, you would you would tell me like, man, I would it would be dope if I can like sit in, be a host every now and then and whatnot. But it's fucking hard with your work schedule. With Charlie has been on like one of the first few episodes. I think it was episode seven. It was, was it episode seven? I Damn, say you remember, seven. right? You it know was... why? I've only listened to it like once or twice because I I don't want to hear myself talk about it, like talk, you know. But um, which is everyone, right? They, we only sing in the shower. But um, right, right. Uh, I fucking love this podcast, man. You know, and especially you, man. I fucking love love you to death, man. So um thanks brother. So it's I love the progression. I don't watch podcasts but I sure as hell fucking watch you guys. And uh I can see why other people watch and listen. So like I'm super excited to be here. But man, like it's yeah. I, and I think that's everyone. Like everyone is just busy. And like busy is the wrong word. Nos hacemos pendejos actually. When come to think about it, you know. Yeah. Somos pendejos, really. Not everyone. Not everyone. No, no, no. Some of us, we do have a lot of shit going I, on. I you think. Know I, mean? I like, think at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm talking about myself. Like, yeah, me hago pendejo a lot, a lot, a lot. But like we said, bro, like your work schedule is all over the place. So, and with us, it's like we kind of have like a set, like during the week, mm-hmm. seven o'clock. This is when we record, you know. And you're like, fuck, I worked that day. Fuck, you know, whatever. So. You know, you haven't been able to come back on um, right. as much as we wanted to. Like, I mean, Noe himself uh, has said, like, bro, like, I really want to have Charlie back on. And I'm like, wait, I can barely get gigs. <laughs> you know, like, where we get paid, wait. Like, now imagine to the pod, I'm like, it's it's hard, bro. Like, he, his work schedule is crazy. Or, like, sometimes you, you tell me, like, oh, like, I am off, like, Monday and Tuesday. Like, all day, I'm good. Like, those are your days that you rest. And I'm like, well, fuck, we're not recording those days, though. You know, we're recording on Thursday and shit. So, yeah. 
It's always been a scheduled thing, bro. But yeah. I'm glad you, you came here today and you saved, yeah, you saved my ass. And uh, hopefully the <laughs> listeners appreciate it, bro, because I did get a lot of shit. Um, we dropped an episode last week and we dropped it early um, for whatever reason. And it's the, the, people were like hitting me up. They're like, man, like you fucked up my my week. <laughs> They're like, we're, we're so used to like on Wednesdays, we listen to Compas Unfiltered, which, hey, I appreciate it. So you it. dropped two in one week? No, 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 no. We just dropped it early. We dropped it like on a Sunday, and we just didn't drop anything this week. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. So people were like, yeah, I, I we, thought like I thought like one day. Like, it's like nah, fucking three days, bro. Nah, like four yeah, days. No, we dropped it early, and then it's the we didn't drop anything um, on Wednesday when we normally drop okay. because I dropped it early, and they were like, yeah, you oh, man, up. you you ruined my schedule. It's hard to explain, so you know you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I fucked up. But so, anyways. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm like, but we'll get back on track on just Wednesdays, which uh, this one should come out on Wednesday, and then we have more, but around Thanksgiving, and maybe people can like let me know, like those holidays, I feel like no one really listens to pods because you're busy, right? You're you're out with the family and whatnot. Don't do so, that. Don't do that. What? Don't do what? Like, don't change it up. Consistency. You know what I mean? Be consistent. Yeah, with wait, but I feel like that's when I should probably drop early, like on Sunday. If you if Sunday, you Monday if you dropped on Thursday, then fucking eat turkey when you're fucking recording and shit. If it's not Thursday, <laughs> then fucking drop it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, no, I mean, maybe noise, maybe noise my guy. Noise my guy. You know, so he's he's gonna be here. You know, he's down. No, no, no. Wait, like I'm saying, like uh, to release the episode, we're not gonna record during right, Thanksgiving. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But to release the episode, like okay, Thanksgiving's on Thursday, so it's like, do we drop on Wednesday? People are probably already off. They're already on vacation. They're not gonna want to listen. You know, like because that's how I am. Like honestly, like so, if there's a pod on Thursday and Friday, I might listen to it the next week. But then I'm also catching up on all the other pods that I listen to. So it's like I either half-ass the pods from Thursday and Friday during that um week, like Thanksgiving week, right? Um, or I or I don't listen to it all the way, or you know shit like that, bro. So I'm just kind of like, man, maybe I'll drop early. I don't know. But anyways, people, people be cooking though, or something, you know, like when it drops. Yeah, that's true, bro. But there's a, there's also a lot of listeners, bro, that just listen on the way to work and going back home. Like that's their time. Because I'm like that. But people, there's gonna be people that work on Wednesday too. Yeah, wait. But it's like not as many, right? I don't know. I might still drop it on Wednesday. Who the fuck knows? This one comes out normal Wednesday, but the following week is uh, Thanksgiving week. You gotta drop it, bro. You gotta. Yeah, drop I'll. It. Yeah, I'm supposed to get with. I'm supposed to get together with Kike. Um, we have, to we Kike. have a shout out to Kike. Kike segment. He'll be back. So shout out Compatino if he listens to this. He's always asking about Kike. Nice. Um, you know I'm gonna might as well do the shout outs, bro. Yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah, already started. And I had told you like I had like a little bit of a list. Yeah, do it. Of uh, people who who just. Little messages like, hey, I appreciate this pod, this and that. Like, bro, I've said it so many times, bro. It goes such a long way. Um, you guys saying that you guys, uh, that I fucked up your schedule. Hey, I appreciate that too. But it's like, say, someone's listening, right? <laughs> um, so these are just people that like normally comment, um, like, they, they don't make a little, you know, little comments on, on the actual episode or the message us or whatever. So, El Compa Raulio, um, I, I think that's like his actual name. I, I'm going off of like Instagram. Um, Compa Chava, shout out Compa Chava. My cousin Lily, my cousin Cameron, Cameron, Lily. Cameron, yeah, Lily, um, say what's up. Mi tia Tere, she be listening, bro. So my aunt be listening, my uncle Fernie, uh, my cousin Julio. 
and also have uh, a couple, a few other people that reached out. Oscar Gano Jr. He said he's been a listener for like a year, but then just recently like added us on social media. So yeah. shout out to him. Um, the homie Ismael, I think they call it, nickname is Odie. Um, so shout out to you, compa. Thank you for listening. Sammy, bro. Sammy is actually listens. That, that's that's the thing too, bro. Like you when we started this pod, it's like you you expect family and friends to listen, but you don't know who's actually gonna like keep up, right? Sammy is el compa Sammy? Yeah, Sammy. Oh, Sammy, that's my guy. Shout out Sammy, bro. I got I got a little story for you have time about when yeah, yeah, we'll get Sammy. into that. Yeah, we'll get into <laughs> or maybe maybe when we bring him on, wait, we should probably talk about Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um Steve. Stay Shout out Steve, Steve I was bro. texting Steve earlier today. Did you? Say what's up. Hell yeah. That's my nigga right there. But there's there's like people way that, like I said, we we kind of expect that they're going to support and they're going to like, even if they don't listen, but it's like, oh, they're shared or whatever. But like Sammy's one that he'll like message me like, hey, bro, this, or he'll make a, you know, uh, a comment from like, or he'll say a quote from what we have oh, just yeah? talked about. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's fucking dope, bro. So shout out to Sammy. Even though you don't want to join Cristalera, but shout out to you. That's why everybody loves Sammy though, because he's it's atento. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's atento. So. But um, again, bro, I didn't ex- I didn't expect him to like listen. You know what I mean? Um, I mean other people too that have messaged and whatever. They're like, hey, bro, um, you didn't uh you didn't do this or or why did you say this? And I'm like, holy shit, my bro, you fucking listen. I'm like, that's what's up. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Oh, another one too. Uh, Carlos, shout out, come by Carlos Salazar. Um, I know him from Addison. Shout out to you, compa. He's also like an avid listener of uh, Compas nice. Unfiltered. And hopefully you guys are all listening. I know no, he's not here. People are like, oh, no. He- <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a beast, like, bro. No, he's a beast. Jose, Jose, man. Jose was like, hey, man, no, he's not there. Like, I don't want to be in the pod. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, all right. Salty. <laughs> no respects. But, um, no respects. <laughs> but, este, but yeah, so shout out to all of you guys. Uh, the pod fam. I got to shout out the pod fam. Chingonas, Paola. Um, they're... they're always supporting always sharing bro like it's it's just badass that i we built this relationship with pod fam it's nice to see man it's nice to it's see. it's dope bro and They're it's awesome it's i related bro to like to music i i always relate like the pod to music like mentally right i don't i don't constantly try to talk about music because um there's other other pods out there that do a fucking badass job with the with the music thing you know but with this pod way I, I relate it so much just because um it, it's it's um with the music bro I never was that person to be on the mic to talk to people to whatever I'm fucking play tambora way there is no mic you know what I mean like, I swear at a baile or whatever and I would try to I would try to talk way but you did but I leave it away I couldn't really talk bro like on the mic and whatnot I think it was like yeah towards the end but many men poquito más but still even then like. But I always related to that where it's like you build relationships like as a musico, you you go out to buy it, then you see this band and like you guys are now cool with each other and shit like that. Like that's almost what we have like for the pod, bro. Like all these local podcasters, shout out Carnales Podcast, they dropped the episode. Um well, they dropped one today. We're recording on a Friday. Um, which was a good episode just I can relate so much. They were talking about their their, their their uh their dog passed away. And they told a story mm. about that, bro. And like, bro, like I don't have kids. I got my dogs, bro, but I treat them like kids, man. Like they're mine. So shout out Compa Abner and um Jenny. Shout out Jenny. 
but we've built this relationship with like not only the pod fam with other podcasters that it's like man we're cool now bro it's like and when we talk it's like we've been talking for years you know it's like they're just that fucking cool they're, they're down ass people bro um obviously uh walk pod compa carlos fry jesse uh computers compas este the uh, homie bardo um calentano's podcast again shout out tino este uh misa celso we haven't met piggy yet but shout out to me compa piggy um I mean, there's just so many other, so many like podcasts, bro, like in Chicago, like area in Illinois, bro, that we're like getting to know. Um, we had some other podcasts also reached out to us, Insomnia, Daily Insomnia podcast. Shout out to them. We're supposed to do like a collab episode nice. with them as well. Um, so yeah, I related to Music Way, you know, like we meet all these other people and it's like, damn, bro, you do a pod, you know, why do pod? And like now we're all cool. Like we, we chop it up, we try to support each other. Shout out Ken. Ken Flores, we were just talking about him too, bro. Oh, good, man, yeah. Fucking hilarious, bro. Beast. He just did a he just did a, a show um with um another comedian, bro, who's like popping off too. Like he's doing really well. Uh Rene Vaca, I think it was. They did one in, at the Laugh Factory. I, I we didn't go, obviously, but I like seeing Ken, like, bro, he's He's gonna fucking make it, bro. We were just we talk talking about, about that, it. bro. Yeah, like, we were that just, is fucking so, hilarious. Wait. So I hit okay. So after that podcast hit, I called Chico and I'm like, Chico, you're gonna go see a show, and you know it didn't work out. We couldn't make it. Something it was like on a Thursday and something came up anyway for me, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't be able to make it anyway. But what's cool about like me and Chico is that we go way back, Cristalera, you know. So we've of been course, working together, yeah, yeah. you know, managing, you know. Um, that's a whole nother, you know, whole nother story, a whole nother episode with the guys. But what's cool is that like when I call Checo, it's like, hey, bro, you said this on the podcast. You know, it's like I feel like an insider, you know, like I get the background story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were just talking about earlier, like, man, like he's going to make it, man. Yeah. He's going to make it. He's going to oh, make yeah. it. And when that happens, it's going to well, be Well, I could say see. like we had kind of the fucking five, bro. Yeah, you know? it's going to be great to see, man. I love to see Fuck people win. Fuck yeah, man. bro. Everyone, everyone they just mentioned, man. God bless, and uh, man, it's gonna be fun seeing you guys at the top, man. Thank, man, Good we stuff. hope so, bro. Thank you, bro. I I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, me and el, el compa Noy, bro, we've been we've been going at this for you know a little bit over two years now, and and uh, it's it's almost like a routine. Noy asks me every every few months. He's <laughs> like, "What's going on, bro? Like, what do you think? You know?" And I'm all like, "Hey, what, man, what we, just gotta, we just got to keep pushing, bro. Like, you know, kind of like where do I see us? You know what I mean? And it's like." It, I go back to the music way, you know. It's when we started back then. We were Casadores del Viento. We were Durangense. We legit played for like two years without getting paid. And by that, before people start fucking bashing me, because we bought equipment, speakers, mm. fucking somebody needed this, somebody needed that. We put it on the fucking credit card, and we're like paying all this shit back. Um, and again. We had just started, bro. So we're not charging great. You know what I mean? We're we're just getting by. So it was like a, maybe a year and some change, right? But it felt like two years of like no profit way. Like, nah, you know? Um, and I related, I relate back to this. Like, we're we're not making money off of this. We're just doing this for fun. I'm glad that people watch and, and listen to us and they enjoy our episodes. But and I that's why I told my company, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm like. Um, this is this is like we got to do it for the long run, you know. Fucking, um, 
I go back to like uh, Joe Rogan, bro. Like he didn't hit his first like big deal till like ten years after the pod. He signed that like hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Now we're not gonna make that. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna make that, bro. Don't say that. Don't say that. I hey, could, I could see it. I could see it. I could. Hopefully, see it. bro, it, it, that would be fucking badass. But um, picking up like sponsorships and one like that, you know that that helps out. So. Do we, would we want to have something like that? Something big? That fuck yes, I want. It would be fucking badass, bro. To like do this like full time. It's not. It's not about to me. It's not about the money. It is. If if, if 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 and when those things happen with money, we have to create value. We create value. The money comes. So like. Obviously, $100 million is because Joe Rogan created value, you know? And then with that money, well, shit, man, you could exponentially grow it. And fuck it, let's make it happen, you know? Well, with, with money, it gives me more time to to dedicate to the pod. Um, more value. No, he's, no, he's busy. I'm, I'm busy, you know? So it's like thinking of topics, thinking of... You know what can we talk about today and and all that whatnot, bro. Getting in guests, um, people who who've been on our pod, like as a guest, bro. Like I try to offer you guys, you know, hey man, we we got a little bit of a bar going on over here. Like, yeah, go at it. I gotta replenish the value. That, you know what I mean? The value that I see in the guest, the growth from the guest and 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 what's given, um, the sincerity, the honesty, right, the camaraderie. That's value to me. Yeah, 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 for and sure. it's grown in what 97 episodes you said? No, we're 92. 92. Man. Oh, I mean, it's it's for sure like I, I didn't think we would get this far. I didn't know where we were gonna go, right? I didn't know if it was gonna be two, three months, I didn't know if it was gonna be two, three years. I didn't know. But like, yeah, when I'm uploading and I'm heading, I'm like, holy shit, bro, we're it's we're a- hitting seventies, we're hitting eighties, now we're hitting ninety episodes, and I see other other podcasters, bro, they're like two, three hundred episodes in, and they're not like they're they're going in, bro, they're not easing off the gas, you know what I mean? They're I look around way. I know, I know that personally about you, because with Cristalera we worked, and that's like I said again, another five episodes if we really wanted to be. Because I've worked with you so closely for so many years. And only the people that have worked with us in the band really, really, really know what that means or the inside stories on that. Um, But obviously, man, you know that. So, shit, man, anything you do, bro, I know. I know it's it's for real. I appreciate that, bro. And this is, uh, I'm going to just talk about Michael Charlie real quick. Like, I appreciate you, bro, because you've been, like, with me through the whole, like, we've had changes and, and I'm sorry we keep talking about music and shit, but um, with the, with the band, bro, we've been through like losing all musicos mm-hmm. and just me and you, bro. Like Charlie's been my right hand guy for a while, you know, um, mm-hmm. when, once you started, bro, and then I started letting you do contracts and whatnot and, and, you know, just helping me out all around the music part of it, everything. And, I mean, we literally got to a point where it was like everybody left, bro, and it was just me and Charlie. And I was like, "Fuck, bro! Like, what? Do, like, what do we do? You know?" And I was just kind of like, "Well, fuck it. We'll do this. We'll do that." And what I find, um, it's kind of crazy, bro. Like, you would question, like, 
my my decisions, mm-hmm. but you would still go with it. Like you wouldn't are I mean you would you would express your you know um I would, your thoughts I mean, on it. I would honestly but, tell you I don't I don't agree yes. with it. But and I've told you this several times, especially this last year, and I'll say it publicly. No disrespect to like even my parents or anything like that. But there's two people that I trust 100% with what they tell me. And I don't, I don't even know why I say this. I still don't understand why I say this. But from the bottom of my heart, it's like there's two people, my wife and you. That means a lot, bro. Yeah, honestly. And I've told you this personally, yeah, 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 like yeah, on the phone me. several times, several times. I still don't understand what that means. But subconsciously, that's where I feel. That's what I feel. That's where I'm at is what I was trying to say. So I might I might not ever really understand what that means, but that's the connection that's there. And yeah. that's like I said again, for like the tenth time, that's for a whole nother five episodes, you know. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or 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 the next sit down with the guys from Cristalera or Hell Sammy yeah. or whatever. That's what I'm saying, bro. We gotta get Sammy in here and some of the guys, bro, and, and just kinda sit down and just chop it up. Um, and we don't have to talk all about music, but we can definitely like go around, and then we'll end up. We talking could, about We could music. get emotional. We get emotional. Oh, you know what? <laughs> nah, bro. It's because like he said, that's some chingo way. Like that, you helped me out so much, bro. Likewise, like, likewise. You know, um, and it's not that it's not that I like bossing people around. It's not that I know what the fuck I'm doing because I don't. Even even to this day, like with this pod and and everything, like I know, trust your instinct, bro. I trust your instinct, a hundred percent. And sometimes I, I yeah, no, your gut feeling. That's my gut feeling. Gut yeah, feeling. bro. Like I don't know. I don't know the the right answers. I don't know if this is gonna work, right? Like, cause like me and Noe mm-hmm. also kind of like go at it, not go at it, but he'll he'll question it. He'll be like, "Really, bro?" And I'll be like, "I don't know. Like, I don't know if this but this, is, is this, what this I will work. You know, I don't know, but like I feel like we should go this direction." And you guys, he'll you be guys like, talk it out and give opinions back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll be like, "All right, hey man, fuck it, do do what you want to do." And so we end up doing it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes he'll be like, "Okay." If the intention is right, man, that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. The listener is gonna feel it. The listener is gonna see it. And if the intention is right, the value is there. We learn from it. It's gonna grow. For sure, bro. For sure. All right, man. We're almost gonna start wrapping it up. Um, let, let's get into a little bit about, but we talked about the RSV, okay, and whatnot. Just because it's the that shit's spreading like wildfire. Um, uh, Compano, I, I think one of his kids kind of caught it with like RSV, and that's why he's sick. Um, I don't think he, he he's sick. I don't I don't think it's like extreme or anything. That he's probably, which we talked about that it's more like a common cold, right? Right. But we'll get you'll you'll kind of school us on it. Um, it's been spreading, bro. Like my wife also work. She doesn't work at a hospital, but she works with the hospital, and she's been hearing stories like the hospitals are like flooded with kids, man. Like fever, cough, like it is insane, bro. Um, you're at your hospital. Like, what are you guys dealing with right now? With like, like RSV? Like, are you guys slammed as well? Like, or how bad is it? I, I guess it's just more adults. Adults are getting it, and in my my experience, as um, I've been a nurse for seven years now, 
Um, I think from what I learned in nursing school, it's typically children, right? So it is difficult to understand and comprehend that like adults have RSV. Um, but, um, I don't know, man, it's just, it's tough because I was reading up on it and a lot of times it is a common cold. It is slight. It is just a... Similar know, symptoms, right? Yeah, like runny nose, stuff like that, slight fever, and we consider it a common cold. But why it's so severe now? I mean, people are saying that it's because we've been kind of, you know, locked inside for um, quarantine for so long. Um, I don't know if it... if it um, It's a virus, so I don't know if it, let's say, mutates like a, like a flu virus. Um but I, I guess I just want to say like hand washing, you know, um, is big. And when we feel those cold like symptoms to just, you know, quarantine, you know what I mean? And not quarantine in the sense like we did with COVID-19 because we have to build those, that immunity. Um, but just, just be respectful, especially in this, in this era that we live now. Are you guys still um, doing masks at the hospital regardless though? Yeah, so in the hospital, we still are doing the blue surgical masks. Okay. Um, so you don't have to do the whole face shield, like how it was with COVID? Um, no, not when we're in the hallways. But as far as I remember, don't quote me on this, RSV is contact and droplet. So we do have the, the um, what do you call it? What do you call the, I can't even think of the name of the mask now. Um, like the N95 type? N95, there you go. Okay. Jesus. So we do have the N95s available. And with RSV, I was reading that a lot of it is through the nose and through the eyes. Mm. So it is important to wear, you know, um, face shields, especially us in healthcare. Um, most of the time, people that get sick are going to be people that are stressed, right? People that are already kind of immunocompromised uh, is the term. Um, stress does compromise your immunity if you're diabetic um, and you feel diabetic symptoms like hyperglycemia it's because your body is stressed or your blood sugar goes up mm, so okay. keep that in mind if you're diabetic if you're hypertensive if you have high blood pressure and you feel like pressure in your head check and if you have cold like symptoms check um, call that person that you know that is a nurse that is a doctor Go get checked out and and be honest with those symptoms because as nurses, we're trained to listen. And there can be one answer that will change the trajectory of our questions. So when we ask questions and we're grilling you, it's for a reason. We need that honesty. Mm-hmm. With, with symptoms, there's one very vague symptom that can change the situation and the questions could stop because we could be like, okay, that's what I was looking for. We are very good and professional at acting at asking indirect questions to throw you off. Okay. Right? So there's what I've learned over the years is I could ask you, I could be trying to get to one answer, but if you don't understand one question, there's at least two other ways that I could get there. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to get to one specific answer because I know my gut already knows what it is. But gotcha. I have to hear you say it. Be honest, it'll save time, it'll save infections, it could save lives. 
So if you do have it or anything, right? If you if your gut says I need to reach out to somebody, reach out to a nurse that you know in the in the family, because that person has resources, right? Mm-hmm. Doctors, nurses, or whatever. For me, for example, you call me. My wife is also a registered nurse, so you have you call me, and I tell people two for one. For all, for sure. So utilize us. That's why we went to school. Call, message. We have social media now. Send a fucking message. Oh yeah, right. So um, so let's let's say someone does think they have it or they do have it. Do you suggest like they do quarantine a little bit? Like yes. just at least for like a what a week or just kind of stay away from family and friends? You know? Yeah. Yeah, call out from work. Call out from work. Um, don't be afraid of getting fired, of getting let go. We're in the United States. Get that doctor's note, right? And just go to the doctor. Don't worry about the financial consequences because I'm telling you, COPD, asthma, you give RSV or something like that to someone with those diseases, it can kill them. Yeah. So just be proactive and go with your gut feeling always. Yeah. And there is no cure, right? Just to, as far like, as as far as I know, you walk it off. Really, yeah. there might be like a like a viral medication that you could get, but those don't work right away. You know, so, from, what I, from what I had read or heard was that um, you can't take something, but it's more like just lessen the symptoms. Not, exactly, not really to, anything. Anything viral is is um is to lessen symptoms. Uh, it might lessen the trajectory or like the the length or the extent of the infection. Um. But with vi- anything viral, yeah, like they say, just walk it off, really. But that just means that you have to let it run its course. Obviously, right. if, it's, if it's severe, then you're going to end up in the hospital. So Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. But I did hear about that because we were um, cooked up, you know, for two years because of COVID. That like, well, that's why it's hitting so hard right now. I believe it because my kids, especially my son, it's been... He just has this. He just has this crew that keeps coming back every three weeks, um, but you know, just yeah, it sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, 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 push through it. Yep, for sure, brother. All right, man. So I think we're just gonna just real wrap this up. I appreciate you, bro. This was gonna be just like a little short pod, um, and just to give you guys something to get by for the week because you're gonna get them. So. <laughs> So I appreciate everybody that does listen and, and watch. I don't know if you have any like words or anything like that you want to. Uh, first of all, shout out to my wife, Wendy. Uh, shout, shout out to out my Wendy. kids, um, my mom, my dad, my sisters, um, just everyone out there. Wish everyone the best. God bless. And uh, see you guys at the top. Yeah, Durango. For sure, bro. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening for watching. It's going to be on filter. I'll see you guys.